Well, hello, it is Realities May Vary. Yes, we are back from vacation. It is the first show of 2023. First show, I believe, of season six, if we're going with seasons, which I am. And I must welcome back Cody Goff. Thanks, Brian. It's good to be here. <laughs> Coming into life from the western suburbs of Chicago, Illinois. Oh, no. What happened to you while we... <laughs> You take a little paternity leave, and uh, and then you come back like this. I talk like this now, and boy, do we have right? a big show to cover. We're going to talk about babies, specifically mine, because I have a new one. Then we're going to talk about my recent trip to Las Vegas and Brian's recent trip to Dallas. What happened? What did we see at CES? What did we see at the Adult Entertainment Expo? What did we oh, see great. at a football game? And then a holiday recap. Back to you. Brian Noonan. <laughs> uh, this this episode may end in about 38 seconds. But uh, I want to say, first, uh, it's very nice to have Cody back, of course. Uh, we had a, I had a great time with Craig. Craig, I, if, if Cody is not here, Craig has uh, hopefully will come back because we had a really good time. There was, uh, yeah, we, I'm just going to say we had a good time. A lot of good feedback, Cody. You got to come in hot now because, uh, you know. You can't lose your job because of paternity leave. We know that. Or maybe you can, but um, <laughs> I'm pretty here, sure I did. Here you can't. <laughs> so, no, but welcome back. It's very exciting. Last time we talked to you here on Realities May Vary, you, uh, your wife was ready to explode. She was, uh, oh, you still have beer. That's very nice. Oh, well, Death's Tar from Revolution sponsoring very my good. night. So, uh, we, we did hear, we mentioned uh, on your first. Uh, the first episode you weren't here that Craig was uh, was hosting with me that you you had the baby your wife had the baby but that's all we know so the the burning question in everyone's mind is did you get coffee this time actually there was a funny story about the coffee but God it's been a long month the baby turned one month old uh, month. this weekend so uh, it's just over just over a month so um, what was the coffee story. I believe what happened was, well, we got, so we scheduled the induction and the induction took a very long time oh. and they figured it would take a very long time. So we get there Wednesday night, sleep comfortably. The next day comes and they're like, it's going to be a long time. So just get comfy. So, oh, wait, what, they let you come in the night before they're going to induce. Yeah, we were going to do it that morning, but they said that they probably will need the extra time. Okay. So they had us coming. Yeah. Late. Uh, so we, we got in like 10, 10 PM ish. Next oh my day. gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's late. Slapped, you know. Um, nothing happened the next day. We watched, we watched, we found Turner Classic movies and we watched the black and white version of My Fair Lady. Is that right? Or this, what's the one, <laughs> what's the one where she learns how to be a good, how to be like a proper lady? That's probably My, my Fair Lady. lady. Yeah. yeah. Or so there's Pigmalion. a black and white, yeah, there's a, a black and white older version. And then, uh, and then we watched Gaslight. Okay. <laughs> like the original right. film that coined the term gaslighting, uh, kind of a psychological thing. So, um, and then like, it was just late in the day. And then, uh, and then eventually I think what happened was like, I left the room to get coffee or I said I could use the coffee uh -huh. and that, that like triggered her actually going into like, let's start doing this kind of thing. Right. I'm later. not letting him leave. 
no, it was, it was, right no, now. it was, I slept. It was, I slept after the second movie, we were sitting there reading and, uh, and I was just like, I'm going to pass out. She's like, yeah, that's fine. I'm, we're not going anywhere. And I passed out in like 20 minutes after I pass out, I wake up to the doctor saying, okay, we're ready to push. Let's get the, let's get the dad over here. And, uh, hold on. This all started. They didn't wake you up. This no, is like last time. Weren't you asleep last time? Yes, exactly. And so that, that was the trigger, right? That's the, okay. as long as I'm asleep, the, uh, as long as I'm asleep, my wife is able to push. Maybe it's like people that can't pee around other people because they're shy or okay. whatever. Uh, she just, she can't push if I'm awake. So I, I, uh, I woke up, I sprung into action and that baby was like a bullet just shot right out. Really? Uh, she pushed through like two contractions. Literally she oh was pushing God. for less than five minutes and it was just like, bang, bang, boom, let's do this. So, uh, very smooth delivery went really great. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, it just happy, healthy baby. She was like seven and a half pounds, I think. So smaller than the brother and, um, yeah, just beautiful, weird baby girl that makes strange noises at night. And, uh, say, why is she weird? What makes her weird? Newborns are like aliens. They're like, newborns just, are like aliens. They're, and it's awesome. So, so she's a month old. This yeah. is, this is crazy. Is the house in upheaval to have you? slept at all or is it she's not sleeping through the night yet is she or is she no god no 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 so you've uh it's been a long time i my my baby skills are or recollection are all blocked out no no no, no. but like you have not experienced the experience of having a second child no let me tell you brian it's a it is not like having a first child <laughs> because it's like you're still just watching the first child and now there's a second child just kind of there somewhere okay <laughs> Like we spend 70 to 80, probably not or up to 90% of our attention during waking hours on our son. Really? Like I'll like put her down and my wife will walk. We, the number of times we walk in the room, it's at least once a day. One of us walks in the room and said, where's the baby? And she's just like bundled <laughs> over in a corner somewhere while the parent who is already in the room wow. is dealing with my son, running around, cleaning things, trying to potty train him. Uh, trying you know playing cars and trucks with him playing soccer with him because we watched the world cup oh that was oh. like that was the highlight of the hotel stay besides having a baby there with, yeah. that we had was we got to watch the world cup semifinals in the really? hospital in the yeah. hospital nice mm -hmm. yeah. so how is is your son because he's only two he's a little more than two is he uh how's he responding to this having an interloper in the house yeah, like consciously, totally fine. Anytime you say like, oh, look at the baby, he like laughs. It goes, look at the silly baby or look at the tiny baby. <laughs> so consciously is great. First few weeks, I do think that he was a little bit more moody. He had some more tantrums, but yeah. he, he's, he seems pretty well acclimated now. Does he get that that's his sister yet? Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't even know that he knows the concept, like conceptually, like what a mom right. and dad Who's are. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. So, I always see. I always think your, your kid's smart to me. So I think he probably has all this figured out. If he doesn't, I'm going to be very disappointed. I mean, you know, I expect a thesis statement on him when next time I see him. You're going to get as long as it's in in the form of a song, you will get it. Oh, has he turned musical? Are you kidding, Brian? I'll send you some videos. Literally, all he does, he sing. He'll sing for hours, hours on really? end. Really, hours on end. He Anything learned Holly. Good? He learned Holly Jolly Christmas. Rudolph okay. the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I had to listen to Santa Claus is Coming to Town, the Bruce Springsteen version, 19 times in a row one day. Just 
utterly nonstop. And now he'll just walk in the room and yell, Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town over and over. Like, it's unbelievable how much he sings. And it's it's just the best. It's the best. Now, I saw you did send one picture of your son really on brand, being wonderful with his new sister, giving her a number of trucks. And we know from past uh, conversations, your son is fascinated by tr any sort of vehicle, but trucks and buses he loves. Mm -hmm. uh, so that that was that to me said, oh, look at this kid. He's accepting his little sister. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had her in a little bouncy seat. And he walked over and he placed six cars on top of her blanket. <laughs> and it was just great. How'd she like him? Uh, of course, she just has this like furrowed brow. Like, why yeah. am I? Why am I alive? Kind of, you know, yeah. what is this weird non-womb that I'm in? Yeah, there's a lot of noise here and things. I don't even know what people are yet, but there's people. I recognize a couple of voices, but they don't match the face. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like when you meet somebody from the radio. I they, your voice doesn't match your face. I wonder if babies feel the same way. Mm, I didn't think, I thought you'd look different. Maybe, you know, I feel like she sleeps better during the day when my son is singing at full volume. Because the second he goes to sleep, she's wide awake. Maybe they've already worked out some sort of deal to just harass <laughs> you and your wife. I mean. All right, listen, I'm up during the day. That's my thing. I sing, I play with trucks. Uh, you can have nighttime if you want. She, uh, she's been an easy baby. She's not colicky. She doesn't really cry a lot. Now I say this knowing that the she's first, been like, around a month, the first month or two, like basically they sleep. So it's, it's kind of normal for them to be pretty easy, but so far she's really easy. She eats like Good. a horse. She's exceeded really? all of her weight gain targets from her last two appointments. <laughs> there was just so a, body she, shame your infant. Oh my God. She inhales food and then she just like passes out for hours. I mean, she's basically just a milk drunk baby. She's either asleep, wakes up and screams for like two seconds, eats real fast, and then she's out again. She sleeps 20 hours a day. It's great. Nice. It's adorable. That's great. Yeah. So you're 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 not overly tired. Mm. I mean, you're getting I, some sleep. It depends. Yeah, it depends on the day. You know, yeah. this, this morning my son woke up after 9 a.m. Wow. My wife woke up early to do an early yoga class and I was supposed to watch him. And literally I just slept through it. She fed, uh, she fed my daughter at like seven, seven thirty, and just kind of like put her in the bassinet. And I, she had indigestion a couple of times and maybe rubbed her tummy a couple of times. Maybe her wife or the, bit, baby? But, well, the, the baby, the baby, the oh. wife uh, <laughs> didn't, didn't need me to move her around her in yoga, but Listen, I don't know. I don't know what happens in your house. <laughs> no, she like, she's been surprisingly pretty decent. Knock on wood nice. so far. Um, with like we do a focal feed where we just like force just force four gallons of milk into her <laughs> at like 11 p.m. and then she's just out totally cold for like four hours. Really? So we each get a pretty. What's it called? Uh, focal feed. Focal feed. Yeah. I've never heard of that. What's the What's the idea? You just blow them up. Yeah. The they, idea they is they get logy and they want to sleep. Yeah, you just give them like a a bit of a heavier, uh, a, a bit more. If they usually take three ounces, you give them four, for example, maybe. And how I mean, many shots of rum are in there? Cup of uh, rum chata is what we go. Oh, with. it's rum chata. Okay, that's mm -hmm. good. That's milky. It's in the season. It's creamy. Yeah. Sure, that's that sounds good. Yeah, that'll put yeah. a baby to sleep. Well, we mix in some eggnog if we really want her to. Oh, now you're make... talking. Get the baby all nogged up. Well, Christian clog brothers, up baby, uh, clog up them baby arteries. So, and your wife's doing, is your wife, how's your wife? How's she doing? She's just great. Yeah. 
She's just great. She's she's honestly she all she keeps saying is I'm getting way more sleep than I was when I was pregnant. <laughs> or that's no, good. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. That's right. She's she's less no, she's less tired than she okay. was when she was pregnant. I would imagine that so. I've never been pregnant, but I've been tired, so yeah. I can empathize a little bit, I guess. Yeah. No. So. Well, that's very that's very good. It's exciting now. The family of four. Mm -hmm. it's a nice even number when's uh you're gonna go for f another one throw it off five then you gotta go with another kid to make it six i like having an even well no i have an odd numbered family so maybe you go odd numbered that is not up to me okay so <laughs> you'll have to save that for another interview <laughs> it's probably nothing probably nothing you need to talk about right now you got a one month old and a two and a half not he, not two and a half yet is he he'll no. be two and a half in march pretty so soon. i was gonna say pretty soon yeah, split two the difference two closer to two and a half than two. Uh huh. Very nice. Uh -huh. All right. Uh, how many trucks were brought by Santa to the house? Or did Christmas you guys was... do what did, did you do? Yeah, Christmas because Christmas had to be low key, wasn't it? Well, here's how Christmas you, went. Yeah, how'd Christmas go with a new baby in the house? So, my wife, my lovely wife, so because he's non stop singing, he'll grab an impromptu object like a hockey stick or a, a folded up tripod. And he just kind of tucks it under his arm and holds it like a guitar. Oh, very nice. Yeah, and he'll just stand there and kind of like rock his knees and listen really intently and bounce up and down while the guitar is in his hand. So my wife decides, let's get him a guitar. Okay. Like designed for three-year-olds, a very like durable, sturdy one. Uh, it's got three strings, but you can actually play like songs oh. on it. You can, All so right. cool. So she's like, this is the most excited my wife has been all year she's like can't wait to get it to him so you're not gonna poo poo the guitar you're gonna go with it yeah no whatever it was like you know sure. it's like 60 bucks or something it's like okay uh so christmas morning at my house i don't know how your christmas day went so we get downstairs first thing we do stockings do you do stockings first it depends because molly's the only one to get stockings I, for for whatever reason this has been a source of contention over the last couple of years at the house that I've been blamed for Debbie and myself not having stockings. Molly has a stocking and all the dogs have stockings, but Debbie and I do not have stockings. Um, and I've been told that I'm the one who put the kibosh on that. I don't remember it, but I have a feeling next year we're going to have stockings, but yeah, stockings usually for Molly, they went first. Normally this year they went last. The stocking okay. went last. Okay. But I like the stockings. We I I don't think my so my great grandmother sew was a knitter and a sewer, and she sewed these really beautiful stockings for my immediate family. Ooh. And but because of that, my mom didn't want them to rip or get damaged, so they became ornamental. Okay. We we just we never did stockings, but apparently my wife did. So we loaded up. She loaded up mostly the stockings, and we had them all for the morning. Great. Get some candy. My son kept saying he wanted straw. Whenever we're like, what do you want for Christmas? He's like, strawberries. <laughs> All right. So we got wow. him. And, I, and then occasionally he would say ice cream. So we got him freeze-dried strawberries and like, I don't know, some chocolate or something. Okay. So he gets into that. We give him a little piece. Even though he hasn't eaten breakfast, we're fine. Then it's the Christmas. guitar moment. So this is how my Christmas morning went. So he we hand him the, <laughs> the gift. It's wrapped. He goes, oh, maybe it's cars and trucks inside. And oh, we're no. like, oh, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe it's something else. Open it. So he methodically opens it. And uh, then there's a big picture of a guitar on the box. Okay. And he goes, oh, maybe there. let's open the box. Maybe there's cars and trucks inside. 
Okay. So we open the box. At this point, at this point, do are you thinking there's got to be a truck somewhere in this house I can go wrap up real fast? At this point, I was thinking, how am I going to save my wife's Christmas when the inevitable <laughs> happens? So he opens the box. And let me guess. Then, let me guess. No cars and trucks inside. There was actually a guitar inside. Oh, that's a that's that threw me off. So he opens it. He stands back up, and he kind of like puts his little hands together, and he kind of backs away a couple steps, and he goes, "No, I don't want that. Maybe there's cars <laughs> and trucks somewhere." And so, so at this point. My wife oh, decides no. to start to start saying, oh, hey, no, no, come look. But like, look, there's a guitar. Like, you can do this and you can do this. And he wants none of it. No. None of it. And then <laughs> and then he's like, I want candy. I want candy. So he tries to grab candy. And we're like, well, let's open some more presents or we can have candy for breakfast. He full, the biggest meltdown I've ever seen him have. Wow. He is un, like you could, you just, he was unconsolable, screaming freaking out i carried i just oh. strong arm carried him up to his room put him in his room shut the door it's got a childproof lock so he can't come out left him in his room for 35 minutes merry christmas completely wow. melting down i co i go back downstairs to my my uh oh. uh less than enthusiastic wife sitting on the couch <laughs> i'm like don't let him ruin christmas let's Let's do presents. So we opened we'll let our child ruin Christmas. We opened each other's presents and made coffee and eggs and had breakfast together while my son was screaming bloody murder upstairs for a half oh hour. And after we had a nice breakfast and coffee and we'd open each other's uh -huh. gifts, we let him out and he I walked, I just opened his door and he just goes, Hey, let's go play downstairs. I'm like, okay. So wow. Uh, wow. So has he touched <laughs> the guitar since? He has. He has. Okay. He's coming. But Christmas morning, I uh, I would have predicted the kid wanted cars and trucks from Santa. That would have been my, if you had said to me, for a million dollars, guess what my son would like Santa to bring him? I would have said cars and trucks and then uh, eggs and toast. Those would have mm -hmm. been the four things I thought Santa should bring your son. Cars and trucks, eggs and toast. No milk, no book. That's it. That's uh, <laughs> We still... We still say that Debbie and I, if we're, if we want to, no book, no milk. And I will not. If Debbie says, will you do that? I will not. Uh, Eric greetings from Maine. Thank you for, uh, thank you for being here. Uh, so, all right. Now, how did your wife react when she realized that Santa's gift was not as appreciated as, cause I've been in that position where you're like, this is going to be the greatest gift ever. These They're going to love this thing. And then they're just like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Now, I've never had anybody break down, but I, I don't give a lot of gifts to two-year-olds. Sure. This, 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 she learned a lesson okay. to stop, uh, to stop counting on a two-year-old being excited. Cause this is what happened to us when we brought him to the beach for the first time. Oh, right. I remember that. Yeah. We yeah. He didn't it, like it. He thought the sand was lava. Like, cause, uh, we the little kids, like one-year-olds, they have super, super, all these like nerve endings and they're super sensitive. And when they feel the sand grains, it just, they free, their brains freak out. So he hated the sand. He would like yeah. pull his whole body up into like a ball in order for us to, like, if I tried to set him down on it, he'd pull his oh. legs up like he was an Olympic gymnast, like oh tucking his legs over his head. It was crazy. So uh, he hated the beach. It was just awful. 
And she was, again, similarly, we took a whole trip to LA, got a hotel, like it was very expensive and we yeah. visited her brother and, you know, we go out and it was just the worst. So we learned a <laughs> lesson. Okay. And my dad's sage advice was once the kids are three, that's when they really get the Santa and the Christmas thing. Probably. Yeah. So he's had four kids to, to practice this on. So, you know, we'll next year will be the year. Do you remember any, you or any of your siblings having a similar meltdown? No, no. We had one really crappy Christmas where we, there was kind of a family, uh, if not just a disagreement on Christmas morning that seemed unnecessary to me, but that, that was it. It had nothing to do with gifts. There's always, uh, there've been a lot. I, I was responsible for a lot of tense Christmases. I wish Were I could you? blame it on like drinking or something. Uh, yeah, it's just cause I, I've always, as I've become an adult, I've come to, I had come to hate Christmas oh. and I didn't, um, I wasn't a fan of the gifts and mm -hmm. it you know, I like giving them. I don't like, I didn't like getting them, but over the last few years, I've become much better at that. Oh, very nice. uh, yes. I've evolved, but, um, yeah, it's so, but like what Molly was little, I don't, I don't think she ever, she always liked what she got. I think. Sometimes there was stuff that Debbie and I was were more excited about that we thought she was gonna, you know, get excited about. And she kind of, oh, thank you. And it was like, oh, okay. But that's, you know, whatever. That's she was excited about something else. That was fine. But um, yeah, we didn't we had a nice Christmas this year, you know. Yeah. Looked a little looked a little iffy on the 22nd. There was a little oh. tension, a little tension in the house. Um not all my fault this time, but you know, I took I took the heat for what I was responsible for, and uh, and then we then it was fine, and we went to my mom's on Christmas Eve because uh, we started this tradition a couple of years ago where we go over there for brunch, and it was very nice, and that way she gets to see Molly react to what she gives Molly, and we get to she get we get to see her react to what we gave her, and this was one of those years where we were very excited about one of the gifts because when we were in Ireland and we were in her mom's house, the my grandmother's house, right. the guy who owns it gave us a tile from the fireplace. So we took that tile and a picture of my grandmother's house and went and had it framed and matted and the whole thing. It looked beautiful. And I was like, Oh man, I hope she likes this. I hope she gets what, and she did. She was very excited. I had brought uh, a hammer and a hook and we hung it. I said, okay, we're, I'm going to hang it now. Why do you want to hang it now? I said, because I don't want you to sit it on the floor somewhere and it get broken. So pick a place, um, you know, where you can see it. And so she was sitting in her chair and she's looking. She said, how about right over there? Okay, boom, it was up. And now it's there and she sees it every day. And so that was, uh, that was great. Nice. And um, yeah, and then Christmas morning, then we got home and uh, just had some horse doovers. Sat around, a couple of cocktails, some horse doovers, watched some movies, and um, everybody went to bed. And then I was left to handle all the, all the gifts, putting everything out, filling the dog stockings, bringing up all of Molly's stuff. Then I had to get all Debbie's stuff, and that was after I watched uh, Bad Santa and had my drink, which mm. is my Christmas Eve tradition, which I did not break. Yeah, so we watched Bad Santa. Yes, had you seen it before? No. Okay. Had not seen it before. That's a shame. Did not expect 
that level of profanity okay or uh alcoholism uh-huh i think it got better near the end but for the first while i was like this is it hard. says what it is right in the title Cody. <laughs> it it tells you right up front there's no false advertising this is a bad santa yeah, yeah. a bad a bad santa yeah and we yeah it still cracks me up we Every year, I, every year. I, now, I don't watch Bad Santa 2, just Bad Santa. I haven't seen that. It, uh, how did your, how'd your son like it? Oh, you know, big fan. Sure. <laughs> he and I have the same kind of sense of humor. Did your, uh, <laughs> did your wife enjoy it? Will it, will, it, will it become a holiday tradition in the golf house? I don't, I don't regret watching it. I don't know that we'll watch it again. Uh, I, maybe with a group or if, yeah, I don't know. It. Uh, or if fine. I'm babysitting at your house on Christmas Eve. Mm, perfect. <laughs> it's got to be played. Perfect. Yeah, it's not for everybody. I'm, <laughs> you know, I don't expect it to be for everybody. It is uh, what I like about it. Well, everything. And also that I know it's my quiet time on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. We do all the family stuff. Even at 26, Molly was like, they were, she and Debbie were falling asleep and I didn't say anything because normally Molly has me read the night before Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, she's asleep. Walter's asleep. Debbie's asleep. The dogs are asleep. I'm the only one awake. And then Molly wakes up and she's like, oh, I got to go to bed. It was, oh, I'm like, okay. She goes, aren't you going to read the story? I was like, yeah, okay. I didn't think you'd, I didn't think you'd want it because you were asleep. No, I want it. So then she tells Walter that uh, Pops is going to read a story. So we have to listen because it's about Santa Claus. And so, <laughs> so I read the night before Christmas and they scurried off to bed. And um, I poured myself a big nog. Went bourbon in the nog this year. Oh, yeah. Because I was feeling the need for some alcohol. But it was really good with the nog, uh, with the bourbon. Just delicious. And uh, had my big bourbony nog, a couple of... Uh, Cookies that Debbie and Molly had made. Bad Santa. Perfect. Got myself a purple uh, pink elephant and a purple gorilla. I see what you did there. You see I, I see did what you there. did there. Did so this is your first this is the first reality's made very since Christmas, then. Yeah, we didn't we did uh right. we took two weeks off. Yeah, makes sense. It was hiatus, holiday mm. hiatus. Because Craig did, I think, 187 hours of radio over the holidays. Oh, probably. He's a, he was he's filling a, in. He was filling in for everybody. Hard worker. Um, yeah. yeah. So he was. He did a lot. Uh, national stuff, Indianapolis stuff, his own stuff, and now he's uh, in sunny Mexico taking a little. Not siesta. Well, see, he's probably taking a siesta, taking a vacation. I think that's more Spain. Is it? You can't you can't take a siesta in uh, Mexico? I mean, you can take a siesta anywhere, but I think it's culturally more Spanish than Mexican. Right, but I don't could be wrong. Don't cancel me. I wasn't culturally appropriating anybody's nap time. Mm. Uh, do you see one of my presents is in the background? Do you see it? Do you see the uh, the brown uh, Captain America back there on the on your left? Yes. Yeah, I was. That, yeah, I I actually did notice that's the new edition. Um. That is that gift made me laugh harder than any Christmas present I ever received. That is actually a spuddy. It came all the way from Ireland. 
Uh, when we were in Ireland, come here, Spuddy. When we were in Ireland, we were we saw these things are everywhere. Uh, Spuddy, he's your potato buddy, <laughs> and uh, Spuddy sometimes is dressed as a doctor or a policeman or a teacher or or whatever. I don't know how Debbie and Molly found somebody who made a Captain America Spuddy. Oh my gosh! And now Spuddy has. He's for sitting around. So I can put my hands in Spuddy and he can sit on my lap like this. <laughs> He's got little pockets in the back. So I could put, you know, uh, it says uh, my snacks, put some uh, snacks right there, put uh, maybe a, a beverage right up Spuddy's ass right there. Then I could get to get my gadgets. gadgets. I could put some gadgets in Spuddy. And uh, so, yes, Spuddy, Spuddy made me laugh like no other present I had ever received. I could not. I could not have been happier with Spuddy. Incredible. Walter. Walter was beside himself trying to get at Spuddy. Walter <laughs> wanted to eat Spuddy nonstop. It was uh, Spuddy immediately went high up, so Walter could not get to him. Uh, so that is that is an Irish potato stuffed animal <laughs> uh, dressed as Captain America. That Christmas morning, I did. He sat on my lap, and I had my hands in his pouch. It was. I was like you know a child i was just giddy 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 with spuddy that's amazing yes it was uh so that, <laughs> that was my it wasn't it everything was very lovely on christmas that was just the weirdest uh most unique gift that made me laugh like a lunatic because <laughs> i'm opening the bag and, and i knew immediately i just yelled out spuddy <laughs> Because Debbie and I saw him when we were at um, uh, Blarney Castle in the gift shop. They had a million spuddies. And I was like, oh, this is so hilarious. How do we not get a spuddy? So actually, Debbie has a little spuddy on her uh, backpack. And Molly has a little spuddy on her backpack that we got there. We got like a little pack of three. And then, uh, but now I got the big Captain America spuddy. I, I didn't see any spuddies in Ireland. Well, you didn't go to the right places. You know, you're going to high class joints. I'm going to gift shops to sell stuffed potatoes. Yeah. I don't know if I was going to high class joints. What are you drinking? Water. Oh. Agua. I am uh I'm not do- I'm doing dry-ish January, I think. Because hmm. last night I had a margarita. But I'm also I I went back teaching today uh full time. So I am uh teaching first grade. And uh, today was the first day back from break. And it's a long, long convoluted story that I won't get into. But let's just say I'm uh, exhausted. Mm, These mm. little kids ran me ragged. Um, so, so I was like, if I have one drink, I'll be out. First, I'll be babbling. Then I'll be swearing. Then I'll be or Yeah, I'm, I'm doing moist January, Mike. <laughs> For all the ladies out there doing moist January. That's hot. Uh, I, I have to, I, so there was a thing that there's a Christmas related thing I want to tell you about, but I have to grab a box from downstairs. Okay. Give me one second. All right. This is going to be exciting. Cody's going to get his box. Hold on. You can. Yeah. Hold on. All right. One second box. It's okay. He's going to get a box. Hopefully it's not a guitar box because the the guitar thing did not, uh, does not seem to have panned out, which I understand. It's sad, but I got. I'm. Uh, I did good with my gifts. Or Molly, Molly, and I did good with our gifts for Debbie. She was very, very happy. Molly was very happy. But 
it's nice when, you know, when your kids are grown, they can tell you exactly what they want. So there was, you know, there were a couple little surprises, but basically it was, you know, Molly had asked for certain things and she got them and she was very, very excited. And I, I, I had asked for a sweatshirt, a hooded sweatshirt from a, a brewery in Southern Illinois, big muddy brewing, uh, because they have a Saluki type of beer. And I got the sweatshirt. I was just saying it's easier as hard as it was with your wife, buying uh, your son, the guitar. It was great with Molly. Cause she just tells us what she wants. And so <laughs> we can get it and throw a surprise or two in there. And she was ecstatic. And I had at, you know, obviously Spuddy was, uh, was a, a wonderful surprise for me, but I had only asked for a sweatshirt from big muddy brewing, uh, with their Saluki Dunkle dog logo. Did you get and it? That was the first thing I opened. I was like, okay, Christmas is Christmas is solid. We don't have to go any further. And then Spuddy came along and I'm like, all right, something, somebody, am I getting murdered? Do I have, you know, did somebody find out something about my health? Because I'm two for two and I'm, I'm not having to manufacture joy. It's genuine. So that was wonderful. That's all right. Great. What do you, what, what do you got in your box? What do you got right, in your so, magic? What's in the box? So I didn't get this for Christmas. So uh, for uh, New Year's Eve, I had yes. my friend Icebag John came over. Oh, he's generous. <laughs> yeah, he, okay. So, <laughs> all right. So he, he, through his job, one of his clients is this company out of LA called Last Crumb. Last Crumb. Last Crumb. So these are the best cookies I've ever had in my life. Really? They might be the best cookies ever made. Oh my gosh. For a, for a box of 12 costs $180. So about 12 bucks a cookie. Okay. Or no, is it more than that? Maybe it's 15 bucks a cookie. Uh, wow, the old man in me is like, there's not a cookie in the world worth that kind of money. 56, 68. Yeah, 15 bucks a cookie. Uh, it's worth Good it. Lord. Uh, so I'm not going to probably pay for it, but if you're looking for a very ostentatious gift for a family or something to bring to a family gathering. I, I swear to God, Brian. So here's the box. This is the box it comes in. Wow. This box is gigantic. It's a mag it's, it says open the damn box on the side. It's one Maybe of those. There's some cars and trucks in there. It's one of those magnetic flaps, you know, wow. that, like just All clicks. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's a nice box and then you open it. And then the presentation inside is just like, Oh my God. The dozen bucks never crumble. And it's got it's made in Los Angeles, Los Angeles only. And they've got all these like individual kind of slots for the cookies. And, and it comes with a booklet, a whole booklet that uh, has what I think are actually really kind of kind of stupid little vignettes for each cookie. So, for example, I'll kind of give you a sneak peek. So, Can I ask a quick question? How big are the cookies? They're... Uh, Pretty good size. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, what do I compare it to? Uh, I need something for scale. What do I compare thee to? Um, Summer rain. They're like, like a coaster size, bigger than a coaster. Bigger than a coaster, maybe like. God, I'm trying to think of like any house. Like a object. saucer that you might put a uh, coffee cup on. Yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah, about the size of a saucer. I would think so. I okay. Think so it's fair, um, that's close enough. 
and 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 uh, in the middle they they puff out. I mean, they're probably two inches thick in the middle. Oh, so right. if, if the sides are closer to one inch thick, but they they definitely all balloon in the middle. So I, I'd say, you know, I took a knife and I cut it into eight pieces. You know, I cut it into a plus and then another plus. Yeah, Is that right. Two four. Yeah, so eight pieces. Work? <laughs> eight pieces and each piece was probably was you could eat them in a bite but you could also healthy in a, get a healthy two bites out of it okay so like you know 30 bites or so uh up to depending on whatever uh, very satisfying so uh mike says they'd be a lot cheaper if they weren't in a 50 dollar box they probably they probably would <laughs> the packaging does look extensive it's got a whole thing. It's it's like it's called a cookie tasting, and it's classy. And then this is part oh, of oh look, yeah, they wow, and they're using knives too, knives and forks. It's a cookie tasting. Knives and you, forks with cookies. You start. Oh, and if you microwave it for ten seconds, forget about it. It's on steroids. You start. You sit. You microwave it. You sit. These cookies. You got to you chew responsibly. You study. You meet the cookies. You taste the cookies. You read the you read the tasting notes before you read it. You sniff it. You. You snip on it, a little snip, and then you savor it, and then you share it. So, um, really, yeah, this this was Sounds just like a the, lot of work on a cookie. This is what the cookies kind of looked like. I mean, just lots of different, uh, big, look very nice, yeah, fluffy. So, the box, so John didn't give me the whole box, he just brought some over, and he's he's like, I can't <laughs> eat these or I'll get fat, so you got to have some. <laughs> So All right, hold like, on. I thought he had brought you the whole dozen. I was like, oh, for the baby or something. That was a that was a nice gift. Now it turns out he brought you a cookie. Okay, one cookie. Have you met us? Have you met Ice Bag John? I, yeah, that's why I sarcastically said he was just very generous. So here's All one right. that I had. Let me just give you. I a was gonna say, what did he bring you? The ones he didn't want. By the way, you can go to lastcrumb.com to uh, to to check these wow. out. Uh, I had a blueberry muffin cookie that tasted better than any blueberry muffin I've ever had. Really? I had a red velvet one. So this is one that I actually ate. This was the Donkey Kong. Oh, you like uh, that one because of the name. I did. So this is a, I believe it was like a banana, a banana marshmallow pudding cookie. Wow. Let's, let me, let me just read the description. Brian. Please do. I would love <clears throat> to hear this. And I quote. Yes. Donkey Kong is our flagship cookie. We love all our cookies with an intense oven, hot, fiery passion. However, if tomorrow's Zeus sent down a thunderbolt that sent our cookie factory into a blaze and we could only save one recipe, it'd be our banana cream pie. In the words of our head chef, our banana cream pie cookie is the best damn cookie we have. We'd up the ante and say it might just be the best damn banana dessert on the planet. Unlike other bakers who use artificial banana flavoring that leaves their desserts tasting like some wacko product extension to Pepto-Bismol, we use the real thing. Real, ripe, bright yellow, Remove the peel bananas, accompanied by velvety marshmallows, voluptuous pudding, white chocolate chips that melt at the slightest hint of heat, and of course, vanilla wafers. Wow. Yeah, dude. They did it. Here's the thing. I just pulled it up. You can't just go on their website and order cookies. Uh, they're not dropping new cookies for seven days, 16 hours, 46 minutes, and 16 seconds. Yeah. So these guys are, uh, this is this is brilliant. They could be selling chips ahoys, but they're creating demand that these are the most special cookies. Sure, you could go to uh, you go to Crumb Cookies and stand in line. You can go to Insomnia Cookies, go walk right in, get yourself a nice big warm cookie. But we've got cookies that you can't even order. We're not even going to tell you what kind we're making. You got to give us your number, and then we will tell. I 
Roger wants to know if they'd be a sponsor. I can't be a sponsor of a cookie place that, you know, may not give me a cookie for a week and a half. Um, so you have to give them their info, and then they'll t- they'll call you or email you when the bakers decide they're going to bake. That is exclusive right there. It, that is exclusive. I, I'll tell you, my overall experience, I was like, this is too L.A., like the yes. description I read you wasn't that bad. Like it, it was actually kind of like, kind kind of like you know, in the, it's like whatever, a little cheesy but fine. But like uh-huh. the the one like the, listen to this. It's the James. This is called the James Dean. This is a Oreo cookie they have. Let's just listen to this one. It's not as long. It's the last one I read. It's nineteen forty something. Jimmy just got turned down by the girl of his dreams. A voluptuous vixen named Vanessa with red hair that falls for miles and a pair of lips that make many a man's lips stutter. He asks her if she wants to grab a milkshake after the game. She says no on account of her dating the star quarterback, on account of Jimmy knowing more about theater than pigskins, on account of Jimmy having a pimple-ridden baby face instead of a chiseled jawline. Post-rejection, Jimmy trudges down to the diner by his lonesome. He hears the roar of the stadium in the distance and feels a pain in his gut envisioning Vanessa cheering on her knight in shining armor as he cannons a Hail Mary down the field cannons a hail i don't like that i don't he's discouraged but not defeated he orders an oreo milkshake takes a sip feels a wave of delicious hope waft over him in that moment he decides it's time to get the blank out of marion indiana and move out west years later vanessa's claim to fame is the time she turned down james dean and that goddamn oreo milkshake like come on it's stupid it's stupid tell me about a cookie it's so la like it's it's too la like the slick giant box the very oh well the guy the the, uh, one of the pictures on the website it's a guy with every knuckle on his hand tattooed you you just see the big tattooed hand lifting a silver dome off a platter of cookies uh yeah there all boxes are assorted by the head baker to provide the best tasting experience each batch is made to order by the head baker team. It's it's ridiculous, but I will say I've been to I've it's been a to, Kardashian cookie. I've no, but I've been to cash grabs like JoJo's milk bar. JoJo's milk bar is twenty dollar garbage milkshakes. There's a JoJo's milk bar downtown. It's okay. a chain. It's garbage milkshakes that look pretty, so you can Instagram them. They taste like crap. Anything from Baskin Robbins is better. The like leftovers that they dropped on the floor at Baskin Robbins is better. There are bad cash grabs. I got to say, as much as I think it's pretty cheesy, I think it's a little unnecessarily exclusive. It's kind of over the top. Maybe not my taste in terms of the presentation, but good God, these are the best cookies I have ever had and probably ever will. So if you ever get a chance, lastcrumb.com, throw it on your calendar for like November to check back. Order a, a, a box of them and just now share was, them with your friends. Was and he in LA? Did somebody give them to him? They shipped them. How to did him. he get them? They shipped them. And in fact, the shipping box, oh, like a business, like a business gift or something. Yeah, and the in the shipping box was just as decorated and custom as this box that was inside it. So it, it's it. I mean, it is. It's, they are. Yeah, very it's very good. high end. It sounds. If you, it, if you need a last meal, if you like are gonna die. Order the last crumb cookie. Like it will be worth it as your last meal. I'm telling you. I got to be honest with you. All these gourmet cookies, and I've had crumb, I've had insomnia, I've had some others. They're all good, but I don't like big mushy cookies. I like crispy cookies. I like some Mm. crunch in my cookie. Um, Even the ones Debbie and Molly make for Christmas, they know the ones that I really like. They make them 
a, a little crisper. I just, there's something about the big, I know people love the big gooey cookie. Mm -hmm. Now, will I eat one if, you know, Molly had done that. Molly got some when she lived in New York. There was some bakery in New York with these cookies, and they were a big deal. And when we were going to pick her up because it was our anniversary, she bought a couple of these cookies. And they were they were really, really good. But then I go, it's, a, it's flour, eggs, milk, and stuff. It's they're yes, they're good, but you know, I don't know. I'm not listen to each their own. I would not, I'm not going to turn it down. If somebody wants to send me some last crumbs, I'll probably, you know, I'll probably cut them into sixteenths and then sell them on the street like crack. Mm. You know, get the rock. Every time I drive by a crumb cookie or insomnia, they're always packed. Insomnia is good. And I've, look, I, we got insomnia the night I proposed to my wife when yeah. we got married. But uh, what a good insomnia! They're good, but uh, it, all right. It, like, so it, these are better. These are the best cookies. And you weren't was it? You weren't just uh, swooned by the box. The box didn't uh, do it for. It wasn't the presentation. It was the actual cookie. If no, I had given it, you that cookie in a Ziploc bag, would it have been as good? Yeah. Okay. Like right. the blueberry muffin, for example, it's like a bite. And I'm like this, whatever is good about a blueberry muffin, whatever you like about it. Yeah. There's that part of it times a thousand. And I'm like, oh my man. God, this is better than a blueberry muffin I've ever had. It, it, I'm telling you, man. How oops. many did he bring you? Uh, well, he brought the whole box and said, here, take one or two. And I ended <laughs> yeah. up taking like four. All right. He just didn't want, he, he and his, he and his wife were always dieting. Okay. Well, to be fair, they had a wedding when they got married like three months ago. You wanted okay. you diet before the wedding, and now they're going to the Bahamas, I think, next week. Or Mexico, oh, so he's so. got to be speed already. Beach bod, right? So, like, yeah. I get it, but um, whatever. But wow, the, I'm not a foodie, and Brian, there's not a lot of things where I'm like, oh, the extra money is that much worth it. But if you're into desserts, big fluffy cookies is the one. Way to go. All right, last crumb. So. There we go. Boy, they got a lot of PR. They got a lot of uh, a lot of plugs right here. Maybe we'll, you know. Send us each a cookie. We don't need a whole box. Well, we just yeah. send it in a padded envelope. I don't need the I don't need the big magnetic box and the what what uh, the did you thing. do for New Year's if you weren't eating big fluffy cookies? What is it? Well, we we did do our usual sushi. That's uh, Debbie and I because we had big plans, but we did do our sushi. So we had sushi, and I went to bed at about five o'clock on New Year's Eve. Uh, it was very exciting. P.M. Yeah, five o'clock p.m. I went to bed. Like, like both seem equally unlikely. Well, both are true. We had our uh, we had our sushi at about three thirty, and then I was in bed at five o'clock because I had to get up at eleven thirty p.m. because we were leaving at one a.m. on the first to drive to Dallas. Oh, yes. So right. my New Year's Eve was, uh, you know. Nothing. We got up, got up, packed. We we did. We got we got the same thing we always did. Molly was going out uh, for New Year's Eve. She was going over to her cousin's house for a little get together. And I said, "That's fine. Just you know, I'm leaving at one o'clock in the morning. Uh, if you're here, you can come to Dallas with us. If you're not here, I'm leaving at one o'clock because there's stuff we got to do. Stuff I want to do when I get there. I want to get down there so I can relax a little before we go to bed. You know, it's a long drive. So I get up." And she was here, and she and Debbie were ready. And at uh, five minutes to one, we pulled out of the garage and headed to Dallas. Started the uh, started the trek. 
And because the reason we were going to Dallas was Tulane was playing USC in the Cotton Bowl. It was Tulane's first major bowl game since sometime in the 80s. Um, they were they were not favored to win. USC is a perennial powerhouse. Their quarterback had just won the Heisman Trophy. But <laughs> it was a major bowl game. And so when they won the – I don't know. We, oh, you might have already been on paternity leave when they won the championship, yeah. the conference championship. I went that was a that game was on a Saturday. And I went to bed that Saturday night excited. We had watched the game here as a family. And I woke up Sunday morning and Debbie and Molly said, "We're going to go to the Cotton Bowl." I said, "What?" "Yeah, we're going to go to the Cotton Bowl. Tickets are only $35." I'm like, "Okay. Uh that's fine, but it's in Texas." And, you know, and I was like, "Well, yeah, we can get tickets to the game for 35 bucks, but you know, a hotel is going to be insane. Well, it wasn't. We got a nice uh, Homewood Suites. We got a nice big one-bedroom suite for under a hundred bucks a night. Oh my God! Fifteen minutes from the from the stadium. Now, had we waited a day or two, that room went up another hundred bucks a night. But when we booked it, it was like, oh, so I'm like, all right, well, I can't use the hotel as an excuse. I can't use the game tickets as an excuse. Uh, we're not working, so I can't, you know, it's the holidays, so I can't use that as an excuse. What can I still use as an excuse? I looked up quickly. I knew we weren't going to fly, but I looked up and it was going to be like a thousand bucks more than that for the three of us to fly. And I was like, well, we were driving anyway. Um, so I got, you know, got the brakes fit, got so, you know, had the car once over and, uh, we left and it was, once we got out of the city, because it was there were still the New Year's Eve drivers on the road a little yeah. bit. Uh, we got out of the city; everything was fine. A lot of fog in Missouri, but then you know, like Molly stayed up for a little bit talking to me. Debbie was asleep immediately. Uh, then Molly went to sleep, and they slept pretty much till seven thirty, eight o'clock when the sun was coming up. And then you know, then it's fine. We're you know talking and um we get uh we stopped for lunch at a whataburger because we're you know we were in oklahoma so we got to have a whataburger yeah then we went to bucky's now you've heard of bucky's haven't you yes the giant uh rest area or truck not it's not even a truck stop it's a travel plaza mm. uh they're all over the south they started in texas they're all over the south they're ginormous and they have everything they have uh fresh brisket and pulled pork sandwiches that they're cooking right there. They have a, a jerky uh, deli, every kind of beef jerky you can imagine. They have a fresh bakery. They have every kind of branded merchandise. They have snacks. They have coffees. They have an entire wall of soft drinks of every kind of soft drink you could imagine. And it is, I, I walk in there and I just start laughing because it's so gigantic. It's one of those things like, Oh my God. If somebody came from another country and you took them to Bucky's, they would literally go, what's going on in this country? Over here, I can buy a really expensive cooler. There, I can buy a giant smoker. Over there, I can get a sweatshirt with a beaver's face on it. And then I can get 87 pounds of garlic beef jerky, uh, <laughs> grab myself a brisket sandwich, and 18 bags of sour gummy worms. And, uh, you know, 14 liters of diet, lemon, cherry, 
Coke, Mountain Dew, and then be on my way after mm. I got gas at one of the millions of gas pumps. So you almost never have to wait to get gas. So that was right on the way, right? Right as we're about to, you know, just outside Fort Worth. So we go to Bucky's and, uh, as we're going in, I go, listen, we, we wanted to get to the stadium because the day before there was a fan fest and there was a battle of the bands between USC's marching band and Tulane's marching band and a whole bit. And it was like 80 degrees. It was gorgeous. So I'm like, let's do this today. Cause we don't know what tomorrow's going to be. We ended up being at Bucky's for an hour. It was like, it was like we stopped at Disneyland. We go, <laughs> we're all at Bucky's. Uh, we end up with matching Bucky's hoodies. The three of us now have matching Bucky's hoodies. Oh wow! Oh yeah, it's we are we are basic bitches. There is no two <laughs> ways about it. We are we are as basic as they come. Debbie and Molly, uh, for some reason, when they're going on a, a a trip, like if they're staying at a hotel or going on a road trip, they have to buy enough snacks to feed everybody in each state we pass through. <laughs> um, we left the house with. Uh, I'd say a buttload of snacks would be a good estimation of how many but, snacks buttload. we had. Yeah, a buttload. buttload. That's the uh, metric had, system, I believe. Yes. We had a lot of uh, Christmas cookies that had been made. Then uh, there were, you know, Debbie, Debbie and Molly need, sometimes they need sweet snacks. Sometimes they need savory. So there's Doritos and there's some other chips and there's some pretzels. And, uh, you know, then at Bucky's, I think they, I think we bought five or six different kinds of beef jerky. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of beef jerky. It's, it's a lot of beef jerky. Uh, so we get the beef jerky, which was it, it's very good beef jerky. I'm not gonna lie. I you know, I'm I make fun of the fact that we buy all this stuff because now our house is full of beef jerky. Because and the big beef jerky off will uh, that comes up later on the trip home. So we we stay at Bucky's for an hour because we started to leave and then. Uh, I almost bought a collapsible cooler with a big Bucky's face on it. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, Hey, we could use this for Mardi Gras on the float. And then I'm like, no, we have a cooler. No, we, uh, it was, tw it was only 20 bucks. I'm like, no, I can't. So I put it away. Um, and then uh, Molly had bought a hoodie and their hoodies were incredibly cheap, like 22 bucks. Um, so I was like, I'm going to, I'm, treating myself to a hoodie. I've been driving all day. I want a Bucky's hoodie because I'm an idiot. And then Molly got one. And and then we look at Debbie and we go, really? You're not going to get a buck? Okay, I'll go get it. So, so Debbie goes and gets her Bucky's hoodie. We got a Bucky's Christmas ornament for the tree. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, sure. That's, Are you uh, serious? Yeah, oh, I'm 100% serious. 100% serious. Bucky's Christmas ornament. And then... Uh, then we go down to we go down to the Cowboys Stadium, which is where the Cotton Bowl is the next day. It was gorgeous. We you know we parked, we come in. Goodyear had made uh, statues of the mascots for each school out of like tire and rubber stuff. It was beautiful. The bands were playing. Cowboys Stadium is just a monolith. It's uh, the biggest thing you've you come driving down the interstate and it's all in this area like six flags over texas is there uh whatever the wild waters or whatever the six flags water park deal is on the other side of the interstate then the baseball field is there and a big entertainment district with bars and stuff and then the at&t stadium which almost blocks out the sun 
It's the it's the it's giant. It can seat a hundred thousand people. They had two nights of WrestleMania there this year. Oh, oh yeah, and the roof the roof will come back and open up so that God can watch His team play. That's what they say down there, the Cowboys fans, that they when they open the roof, God watches His team play. Really, it's, it's insane. That is what they say. Because you know whatever. Because everything's bigger in Texas, including the delusion. Uh, so we hang around there for a little bit. And now I'm about, well, I've been up for, I don't know, I've driven about 16 hours. So I've been up for a while. And I'm starting to get where my eyes don't work anymore. Everything's very blurry. So I, we're going back to the hotel to check in. And I was like, listen, I Molly had wanted to go for Mexican food because we're in Texas. And I was like, can we do that tomorrow? Because I, I can't, I can't go sit somewhere. I'm a, I'm out of it. But we went to Taco Cabana, which is a place I had gone when I worked in El Paso. I used to go eat there all the time. I had taken Debbie to a Taco Cabana when we were in Dallas last time and she liked it. So we go right. It's, it was like a, a mile from the hotel. Wait, so you went anyway? Well, we went just for fast. It was fast food. Oh, okay, okay. So Taco Cabana is like a fast food place, except they have three dollar margaritas. Um, so yeah, that's nice. They make they're making the tortillas right there. They got three dollar margaritas, and it's fast. Mm. So we go in. We we have dinner. We go back to sleep. It's great. Uh, next day, it's game day. Oh man, we're all jazzed. We put on our cotton bowl gear, uh, which of course we had to get cotton bowl gear. How can we go to the Cotton Bowl without Cotton Bowl gear? I mean, it had so much Bucky's gear at that point. You know, well, we with, yeah, we bought the Cotton Bowl gear uh, well before we had our stuff. We traveled with our Cotton Bowl gear, just a T-shirt. But anyway, uh, there were a lot of Tulane people staying at the hotel, so it was kind of fun. We go down to the the buffet, you know, to the breakfast, and there's everybody in their Tulane stuff and their Cotton Bowl stuff, and they're like, "Oh, roll away!" And there was that, "Hey!" But in in everybody's eyes, it was like we're gonna lose. Um, cause USC is going to mop it up, mop us yeah. up, which was fine. I was okay with that. Cause I thought, well, this will be fun. Uh, and I got to watch Molly evolve from girl who knows a little bit about sports, but didn't really care about it. Cause when she was at Tulane, you know, baseball was big, but football sucked and everything else. And they didn't go to the games cause it was a hundred degrees in the stadium. Uh, so she didn't really care to in the fourth quarter, screaming spittle coming out of her mouth, swearing to the point where I, I like, if I'm not swearing at a game, Molly swore, Debbie and I both looked and there was a family sitting in front of us and they all turned back and I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> was she like, drinking? No, she had it. She had had one frozen margarita an hour before the game. No, this was sober Molly caught up in a wave of emotion and football fervor that I had never seen before. Amazing. Uh, now, I don't know if it's connected or not, but within three minutes of Molly screaming fuck or something. <sighs> sorry. Um, the family in front of us left. They, <laughs> they went somewhere else. <laughs> oh, boy. So was, <laughs> and then, then, of course, then we had to give her a hard time. Oh, Molly, look, you drove those people away. You made those people leave. I did not. Everybody swear. I'm like, okay. Well, Cody, uh, I know you're not a big sports guy either, 
this was hands down the most exciting live sporting event I have ever attended. And I've been to Stanley Cup, uh, Stanley Cup playoff games. I've been to an NFC championship game at Soldier Field. Tulane, in the first quarter, I was like, we're going to be out of here in the third quarter. We're going to go have that uh, Tex-Mex dinner. It's going to be great. Because Tulane immediately went down 14-0. And I was like, it's going to be a long day. Well, then they immediately tied it up. So at the as we're going into the final couple minutes of the half, it's 14-14. And I'm like, hey, this is a game. They're, you know, they're making a game out of it. Then within the final three minutes, I think, of the second uh, of the first half, USC scores twice. They go into halftime 28-14. I'm like, what? And I'm like, okay, I get it to a point because you've got the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, these giant receivers. Tulane was getting picked apart. Well, halftime, they do a big halftime show. It's Texas. So the halftime show is incredibly huge you're in this stadium where the video screen goes from about the 10 yard or 20 yard line to 20 yard line it's gigantic it is the most crystal clear picture you have ever seen on any broadcast equipment ever (laughs) i'm like i'm sitting there looking at this monolith and going oh my god i can't i don't even know if i want to look at the field because I'm I'm in the 400 level. I'm looking down. They all look very tiny. But here, in this godlike TV screen, everything looks like I could just reach out and touch them. It was it was unbelievable. Tulane comes out first first series of the second half. They score. Boom! Now they're down. It's going back and forth the whole game. Then they go down. They're down late in the. Late in the third quarter, they're down by 15 points. And I'm like, this is not going to go. Then it goes into fourth quarter, and things are looking grim. And Molly's getting, you know, Molly's all fired up. She, <laughs> she's screaming about the defense. She's calling out, you know, she's talking about, uh, you know, guys checking down on the line. I'm like, what are you talking about, Jimmy the Greek? Where did where'd you come up with all of this? So she's, uh, she's all upset. Um, everybody around us is Tulane fans, except two people, two USC fans are sitting right behind us and they're being, you know, they're not gloating or anything. It's a young couple. They're just there to have fun. Um, and I say to Molly, there's gotta be like a big defensive play that Tulane capitalizes on. And then they might have a chance of tightening it up. The Tulane punts. The USC punt return guy goes back to the very corner of the at the one yard line. The ball hits him. He bobbles it and he drops it out of bounds. USC takes the ball at the one yard line, and Tulane gets a safety. <laughs> and we're the place is going nuts. Now we're on, when we bought the tickets, we were lucky enough. I was like, I think Tulane's going to be the visitors. So we were on the right side. We were on Tulane's side of the field in the stands. The place is going crazy. (laughs) And now like Tulane's band compared to USC's band, about a quarter of the size. But all of a sudden these kids were blowing their horns. Like they were, uh, you know, calling the angels out of heaven. The, the band was going crazy. The people were going crazy because now it's like, oh my God, they, they could actually they could do this. They only need a touchdown now to score. 
So USC kicks off, and this is the longest series I've ever. Every time it got to third and long about three different times on this drive for Tulane. All right, third and 12. And we're like, oh no. And then suddenly, what? They did it. They scored the winning touchdown with nine seconds left. Tulane scores. And everybody, my brother is texting me. My old boss from uh, TMJ is texting me. I'm getting all these texts. Oh my God, this is the greatest game ever. I can't believe you're there. You're congratulations, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, stop. There's nine seconds left. And I had watched this USC quarterback pick apart Tulane all day. So there was, there was no part of my body that thought, yeah, he's, he's done. I figured he was going to step up unleash a bomb and all the hopes of the green wave would be crushed because that's how I'm a Chicago sports fan. So that's the mentality we always have that nothing good will happen to us. They get, they get to third down. (laughs) I got to say, this was the most, uh, you've seen the, uh, the Keystone cops, right? Running around all crazy. It's an old old, Keystone cops. Well, this was all right. So it's an old dated reference, but imagine, imagine people just running willy nilly. USC calls a play where they did, they must have done eight or nine laterals. They were tossing the ball all over the field. Try, you know, they couldn't throw it forward because that's a forward pass. So they keep, you know, lateraling back and they were trying to go side to side to try to find a hole to break through. And it was going on forever if you google final play Tulane versus usc and it was like what are they doing they're throwing the, and the two lane players are ch- chasing and every time a two lane player would chase it one way the guy would lateral it the other way and in reality it probably only took five seconds but up in the stands where we're we think they've won the game but they haven't yet won the game it's like stop them and finally Tulane player tackled tackled one of the USC guys, and it was over. And it was, it was insane. Like people, people, because really, I would imagine the only people who thought they could win were the team, you know. Right. Everybody else thought, you know, it, I, I thought if they make it a game, it'll be a, it, the trip would definitely be worth it. You know, as long as they don't get blown out a hundred to nothing. Um, and then they do the trophy presentation and there's confetti and fireworks. And it was just, it was just insane. Just insane. I'm pulling up. I just Googled, uh, okay. USC Tulane thrilling ending. Looks like there was a referee almost penalty on the final, uh, on the final Tulane score, yes. but it ended up being not a penalty. So, they yeah, there were a lot it. of. See so yeah, it, it starts it's, at five forty-three in this video. Five and minutes and forty-three seconds. Uh, in, in this YouTube clip. Yeah. Uh, and they're still lateraling it, so it's I'm at five fifty-seven now. So it's fourteen fifteen. Okay. So he gets tackled. The ball goes away at six oh five. So five. So twenty-two second play. A twenty-two second play where they're just lateraling it trying to figure out what to do yeah because time had run out there this was it the whole crowd just loses their mind that Mm -hmm. people pour onto the field 
Everyone in Tulane colors are screaming, oh my God, you can read their lips. Everyone is just <laughs> losing their minds. That does look like a pretty incredible. Molly may or wow. may not have cried. Did, I'm sure. She were you all crying? <laughs> no, but we were, I, I was, my heart was pounding a mile a minute. It was, oh man, it, it was just unbelievable. And the funny thing is, like Molly says, Molly and her friends are all joking about this, and it's a big joke at Tulane now that now they're a football school. Yeah. So there were kids there who just had flags that said football school. No, no Tulane markings, nothing. T-shirts, hats, just said football school. And so Molly's friends are texting her, oh, my God, do you believe we went to a football school? So <laughs> that now Tulane is a football school. It's uh, – so it that was oh man that was great and I did after that we went to Fort Worth I did get to visit a new brewery because you know I can't leave town without trying a new brewery sure so we wanted to I had told them you know that night was the night we were going to go out for a, a nice Mexican dinner mm -hmm. and so we went over to Fort Worth to the old stockyards district their historic stockyard district uh, Debbie and I had been there years ago when my brother graduated from SMU and I had been there a number of times working in that area. Um, now it's, it's historic. They still have the Coliseum where they did all the cattle auctions and all that stuff. And, but now it's kind of a cool hip, uh, you know, tourist area and a second rodeo brewing is there. And if, if we weren't going out to dinner and I had had another day, I would have gone back because the beer was really good. They had this outdoor area that was, like a two-story glass enclosure that had trees and all sorts of seats and they had live music in there. And it was very tight, you know, a guy doing country music and uh, a big painting of Willie, uh, Willie Nelson, Merle Haggard, Chris Christopherson and Waylon Jennings on the wall. And um, it was, it was just such a great place to just sit and have a beer and feel like you were having a beer in Texas. Yeah. So second rodeo brewing, if you're ever in uh, the Fort Worth Stockyards district, fantastic. Did you party with a lot of Tulane fans after the game? No, uh, we, we were, I asked Molly cause they, a lot of, you know, they were like, come to Texas live, which is the big entertainment district right next to the, uh, within walking distance of the stadium. And Molly was like, yeah, you know what? If, if I was here with my friends, maybe, but I don't want to just go and, stand in crowded bars and, and scream. She goes, I really would like to go and have dinner like we were going to and do our own thing. And we did see a lot of Tulane fans in Fort Worth walking around the stockyards, and everybody's like, roll wave, roll wave. So we go to dinner at this place, Joe T. Garcia, which has been around since 1935. Because, you know, we had Googled, we want to eat, we don't want to eat at a chain restaurant, you know. We yeah. had gone to Taco Cabana the night before, but that's a fast food quick thing. We go into this place and it's, I, I wish I'd, if I ever go back to the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex, I would go cause they had the most elaborate outdoor garden to eat. There was a lot a short line to go in the dining room part and Debbie, cause I dropped them off and I went to park and Debbie said, Oh, well, can we eat outside? And they said, well, you can, but that's another line. And that line went around the block for people who wanted to eat outside. So Debbie was like, no, we'll just eat inside, which was fine. We walk in and this huge table starts applauding as we walk in. Cause we still had our cotton bowl <laughs> shirts on. They start applauding. And I go, you realize I didn't play. 
but thank you. It's very exciting. Um, and then more Tulane people came in, and this woman came over from the clapping table and was like, "We just were pulling for Tulane the whole time. We were pulling for him because uh, our uh, somebody stole our California stole our the Oklahoma coach, and we were big Oklahoma fans. So we didn't care. We just wanted to root against. Uh, we wanted to root against them, and we wanted Tulane to win. And man, that was an exciting game. And we're like, "Yes, it was." And then another person came over and goes, "I was listening to the game. Were you there?" And we were like, yeah. Oh, my God. Was it as exciting as it sounded? We're like, yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> and that place, the food was great. Everything. It was such a it was such a great uh, quick little trip. And we left uh, we left the next morning and started driving home. And we stopped at the Illinois version of Bucky's, <laughs> Wally's. Now, I've oh. told you about Wally's before. Yeah. We actually stopped at two Wally's on the way home. They have two locations. We hit them both. One is just east of, just west of St. Louis, and I needed gas. So that was, as I'm looking and I'm looking at the mileage, I go, because I saw it when we were driving down. I was like, oh, my God, there's a second Wally's. So I wait, made a mental note. Are they the ones that have all the different chicken salads? No, that's chicken salad chicks. Oh, okay, never mind. Never that's mind. opening in Batavia very but, soon. But I do remember Wally because you Wally's said it was – Last Wally's time you went, you like were on Bucky's. the way to Peoria. Yeah. There's one yeah. in Pontiac, the mm -hmm. first one, the original, and then there's one in St. Louis. So we stop at the one coming back because we needed gas. Uh, we stop at the one near St. Louis, and Debbie and Molly are again just, oh. So I this is because I'm 12, and I'm punchy from being in the car so long. I'm like, we got to get some of uh, Wally's beef jerky. And then we'll have Wally's beef jerky and Bucky's beef jerky, and we're gonna have a big jerk off in the car and see, <laughs> see who we like better. <laughs> so we had, I know. Trust me, Cody, I was slappy. Oh um, man. I was oh man. But we did. We bought jerky there too. Uh and Debbie so I thought it was I thought that bad joke was done. And then I come home from school today and Debbie was working at home, and she's like, uh, I just got to tell you, in the jerk off, I like Bucky's better than Wally's. <laughs> I like, all right. <laughs> and that's how reality is made very lost. It's family friendly. That's, that's it. We're talking about jerky, comparing jerks, beef jerks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Wally's a little smaller than Bucky's, but still, same thing. We had the fresh uh, brisket. So we stopped. Then Pontiac, we needed gas again, one last gas up, and we just got to, like Debbie and Molly got brisket sandwiches for dinner at Wally's, and I had a chicken sandwich. And, you know, it was uh, it was crazy. It was just crazy. So the whole trip and no arguments. I didn't lose my temper on the roads. I was on my best behavior. Wow, two thousand miles in three days. Constant contact with the the wife and daughter, and I did not lose my uh, I did not lose my mind. Wow! So there you go. Happy twenty twenty three to me. Well, that sounds like an incredible trip and a big experience, and I, I can kind of relate because it's funny because I think probably within the same three week period, you and I experienced the most exciting, uh, riveting sporting event probably we've ever watched you were live i was not i was watching the world cup final from home Goal! yeah yeah so uh but that was I, I can relate to that part but man that sounds like an awesome trip i'm very jealous it was fun it, it was a fun i love i love 
a road trip. And yeah. I love leaving it. I'm like the great Santini. I love leaving in the middle of the night to avoid traffic. Mm -hmm. um, the next road trip is Mardi Gras. So I am, uh, I'm ready for that. Yeah. Just get in the car and just drive. <laughs> driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel. Nice family yeah. adventure. Well, I'm glad that you're, uh, the ladies in your family talked you into doing that because it sounds like Me it too. was a very unforgettable experience. Very exciting. It Pretty was. Cool. It was. Cool. Now, uh, listen, it doesn't compare to having a new baby in the house. Right. But, right, right. you know, we well, all I, have, yeah. we're not in competition. We all have big adventures. I got to say, man, uh, on was it the when was the World Cup final? I'm trying to think. Yeah, we haven't well, we haven't seen you in a long time. We haven't you haven't seen you. me in a long time. So the, the the World Cup final was December 18th. So my daughter had been born at that point. Although, again, all she does is sleep all day. So I don't rem like I literally don't remember her being part of the World Cup experience because <laughs> she was probably just sitting in the room sleeping. Yeah, but uh, she was there. But look, uh, just real quick anecdote about the World Cup. And I, I know it's over and I'm, I'm sorry that it's over because like I'm a big advocate of of world class soccer when it comes around. Okay. And uh unfortunately you're not the kind of like dumbass American that's like, oh, it's so boring. They never score. Like, have you watched hockey? Come on. So uh soccer can be really exciting. And the World Cup semifinals, the day one of the semifinals, insane. The games were insane. Like both of them went to a shootout. And wow. that was the, of the first day. The first day, both of the semifinal yes. games went into a shootout. They were very close. Uh, there was at least one upset. They were incredible. Casey, I mean, we were just on the edge of our seat while we're sitting in the, you know, in the hospital kind of with our with our newborn. But the World Cup final was Argentina versus France. And Argent, my wife had lived in Argentina for multiple years while she was getting her PhD. She a big Messi fan? In comparative literature. Well, uh, um, I don't know if I would say that, but I mean, like, in countries like Argentina, particularly in Argentina, everyone, like, you could, you could, you could, you could murder someone in Argentina during the World Cup final and no one would know. Right. Like, it just, the whole country just stops. Like, I've seen videos of people, like, there was some guy riding his bicycle down, like, a main thoroughfare in urban Buenos Aires. And there is no one. The streets are empty. No cars, no people, <laughs> nothing. And he's, he records it the second they win the World Cup. And so he's driving down this empty road. Think like pandemic. Think like Michigan Avenue during the pandemic, right? Like, yeah. No, nobody. Right. Literally empty. You just hear a roar coming from every direction. And people just start running into the street. And just the whole place is going ballistic. So... She, you know, I think she she likes Messi. Messi is Messi is a soccer player that is legendary in his performance, but understated in character. He's not obnoxious. He he's a family man. He's he's not some weird scammer. He's not a, you know, he's not like a Dennis Rodman type. He's yeah. just a respectable, good soccer player, and um, and he had never won a World Cup. And this was his fifth World Cup, which means he's been in the World Cup for twenty years. Yeah, twenty. <laughs> So, of course, you're pulling for him automatically, right? A little bit. And sure. uh, so, you know, in that regard, but, like, she just knows so many people. Like, she lived there for so long. She knows people, and they're all so invested, and the whole culture is so invested. And Argentina hadn't won a World Cup in, like, 50 years or something. So, you know, they get to the final. It's a really big deal. They have a very strong team. And that final, the World Cup final, 
My dad said in 50 years of watching the World Cup, he's never seen a final that exciting. I don't know if you watched really? it, Brian. But I didn't oh, see the final. I saw, I did watch a little here and there, but no, I did not see the final. Oh, my God, the final. What The final was insane. It also went to a shootout. <laughs> so you're, I mean, just the whole time. I mean, Argentina had a lead and we're like, oh my God, they're going to win. And they blow the lead. And then France comes back and then overtime comes and then France is up. And then we're like, oh my God, what's going to happen? And it's just like, <laughs> how could they mess this up? I was, I literally like, I couldn't handle it emotionally. We were both just like a wreck. And then like, they, they you know, they score the final goal. And I mean, she just, my wife is just like, immediately crying like i think i started crying like it was just oh man it was insane so uh i can relate again i wasn't there live but uh i don't know i mean it's a little it's a little less exciting if you know who won the final but if you haven't watched the final and you want to watch some really good soccer and the funny thing is the first half was kind of boring i actually after the uh after like halftime I went in the kitchen and I started doing dishes and like cleaning up baby stuff and stuff. I missed the first like 15 minutes of the second half. Oh, geez. And then I came back in the room because Argentina was up. And then I came back in the room and then things got nuts. <laughs> scored and tying and then like extra play time and then like kickoff. Time. It was just, like, it was a lot. So uh, that's very can't wait cool. For the next World Cup. You know, despite the fact that this one was partially supported by slave labor. Yeah, uh, partially. <laughs> almost entirely which which i say flippantly but is really like you know f fifa like that's yes. all i gotta say that's like the most evil organization basically that there is uh you know do you know that they were gonna do a so next world cup's being hosted by north america did you know mm -hmm. this yes i do know this so cities all over chicago apparently was in the running but then chicago dropped out because fifa refused to discuss any financial details at all with the chicago committee oh well then so if a, the organization is too corrupt for Chicago, <laughs> that, that seems like a problem. Yeah. Uh, it's like Chicagoans know how to be corrupt. They're like, no, 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 no. You got to tell us how much money is involved so we know how corrupt to be. Right, so we know how much we can skim. Right, but uh, since they wouldn't do that, uh, no dice in, in Chicago uh, as of now. So um, anyway. I didn't mean to make that about me, but I just, uh, it, it was, it was a notable part of December because really yeah. that's all that happened in December to us because we were just sitting at home right. with a newborn. <laughs> yeah. And now we're in a new year and new, uh, new thing. We didn't even get to, we didn't even get to the CES, but I will tell people we mm -hmm. will be talking about the CES tomorrow on uh, WTMJ. You are going mm -hmm. to be my guest, which I'm very excited about. I'll be back uh, tomorrow and Friday of this week, and Cody will be on with me tomorrow. Uh, those of you who are going to listen to this later, you'll have to listen to the WTMJ podcast, too, to hear Cody talk all about CES. Mm -hmm. And um, all right, tomorrow we on TMJ, we can't talk about the one part of your CES experience that I am dying to know about. Um, we'll talk all about the electronics and all of that. And uh, but you were staying at a hotel that was hosting another event that I was very uh, I'm going to say it. I'm a, you know, don't at me. I was jealous. <laughs> OK, so, yeah. So uh, this is my fourth or fifth year back with a client that pays me to moderate technology panels at the Consumer Electronics Show. So like Brian said, tune in tomorrow. I moderate panels on artificial intelligence, the metaverse. Uh, and a couple other things. Pretty exciting, pretty cool. I learned about cutting edge tech. Very fun. But I'm I'm in the Uber on the way to the hotel. 
And there's a truck in front of me with, you know, one of the trucks with a with a uh, uh, ad, a big LED, LED LCD sign. And it says AVN Expo, the Adult Entertainment Expo and the yeah. AVN Awards. This is a porn star award ceremony and expo. The Adult Video News. And it is at the Hilton at Resorts World. <laughs> Re Resorts World is the newest hotel on the Vegas Strip. It opened sometime in t late 2020, I believe. Okay. Where, uh, where is it on the Strip? It is just south. It's next door to Circus Circus. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's just south of Circus Circus and essentially across the street from the Aria and the Wynn near the north end of the Strip. It's actually right across the street from the Peppermill Lounge. Oh, I know the Peppermill Lounge. So that's got to be where, um, oh, never mind. The Stardust used to be. It's got to be close to where the Stardust and the uh, um, Westward Ho used to be. I think that's where the Stardust used to be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, nice hotel, big, uh, pretty solid. I, it's not my favorite hotel, but it it seems kind of not higher end, but like it's nicer. The rooms are okay. The casino seems smaller than most of the casinos on the strip, okay. weirdly. And then the location I like because you're across the street from Walgreens. <laughs> that's true. Dude, I bought a six-pack of Blue Moon. I didn't buy a single drink from the Hilton Resorts World. I saved myself 80 bucks. There you go. Uh, I got that. I got a big bottle of water that I left downstairs, apparently. Um, but anyway, so I'm behind the We're in the Uber behind this thing, and it goes AVN Expo at Resorts World. I'm like, are you kidding? Brian, I swear to God, there were porn stars everywhere. <laughs> All over the casino. Let me ask, could you really tell that they were porn stars? Yes. Okay, yes. Good. Yes. And I know it's a subtle difference because there's a lot of slutty going on in Vegas. All sure right. There is. There's like Vegas is just whore central, basically. <laughs> if, if whether you're a guy or a girl, it doesn't matter. It's just I'm not gonna I'm gonna wear as little as I can, and I'm basically gonna just flaunt it. And there was that, but then there was that to another level where like there's just women not wearing pants. Basically, thongs, schoolgirl outfits, uh, just butt cheeks <laughs> hanging out everywhere. Uh, women walking around essentially with just no bra, with just basically pasties. Uh, there was a woman, a larger woman with very stout, stubby legs, who had her breasts were literally larger than basketballs. And I am not exaggerating at all. Oh, I'm sure you're not. They were inhumanly large. I was like, they must have been double E's. Or something. Did you pay $50 for a picture with her? No, she just was walking out of the elevator by my hotel. It was, <laughs> Brian, the first night I just took a blue moon and I just walked around the casino <laughs> looking at porn stars walking in and out, like just oh. everywhere, everywhere. So, oh, that's funny. So here's the thing. I worked, so I got it Wednesday night. I worked the trade show Thursday and Friday, and then I left Saturday afternoon. So I had okay. Saturday morning to do whatever I wanted. Sure. And I was so close to going to the AVN show. Because I'm like, all right. You're like, there, you know, yeah. Well, I'm lucky, you know, I'm very fortunate this client has paid me to go back to CES for like several years. Right. I, every year, I assume it's the last year. You know, they could go in a different direction, hire different sure. talent. A lot of things could happen, right? So assuming this could be my last CES ever, I literally could be the last CES ever. Certainly, this is the first CES that overlapped with AVN. Every year I see ads for AVN. And it's AVN. your in your hotel. I mean, and it's, it's it in my hotel. So I'm you like, you know, I travel. I literally called my wife and I said, 
I was going to try and like wheel and deal, maybe find some, I'm kind of unemployed right now. So maybe hand out business cards, network a little bit at CES, you know, like, could I just go to the porn show the last day? Would that be bad? And she's like, do what you want. I don't care. She's a saint. <laughs> I don't care. I just had a baby. I don't even Dude, want to think about that anymore. <laughs> I, I was so gat. I was so tired after Thursday and Friday oh. night. I slept in Saturday. And then I, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Let me go walk over to AVN and see what the deal is. There was a very long line to get in. Oh, sure. And I was like, I'm not going to wait in this line to get in. So I didn't go. But that's that's the only reason I didn't go. You should have you you should have started or you could have you could have landed some passes. Right next year, I'm just going to go to the hotel where AVN is. Yeah, I'll bring my wife and we're just gonna sit and people watch. That I would have loved that. That would have been hilarious. Did you recognize anybody? I did not recognize <laughs> anybody, but I could tell they were porn stars. Nice. Some of the men were a little more obvious. They're shirtless with like a leather harness, you know? Like, <laughs> you're like, that's probably a porn guy, right? Probably, There's definitely yeah. some of that. But, dude, I mean, like, I got in the Uber on the way to the airport. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, I've, I've brought like, I, you know, I, I drove like eight porn star girls this weekend. And it just, uh, I met a guy in the elevator that was there for the AVN. He told me about, like, it's just. What did the guys just, in line to go into the thing look like? Average, like mid thirties, late thirties, average body type. Okay. Uh, I keep thinking everybody looks like the comic book guy from the Simpsons. No, they weren't all overweight. There were some, but, <laughs> but man, I just, I, it was just so funny. It was so funny. And like, it, like the thing is, Brian, I just had a newborn and right. I'm unemployed and I, I, I don't leave my house anyway. So I was, you know, Vegas is a yes. lot. You're like a dog that got out of the yard. You just but, want to run around and go, ah, and sniff but, things. But just Vegas, right? The second right. you get off the plane, there's slot machines. Yeah. It's right. If you if you've ever been to Vegas, you know it's like Vegas is just a lot. You know so, Debbie. Debbie is very, very conservative. She gets to Vegas, she gets a cigarette in her mouth, and she sits in front of the slot machines. One night, I'm I'm not exaggerating, 12 hours she sat in oh front of a slot God. machine. So yeah, Vegas is intoxicating. Dude, so I was, I already knew Vegas will be a lot for me, but Vegas literally at a porn convention, <laughs> I, like I couldn't, I, I, dude, I texted my wife and I was like, I'm going to die while I'm here. Yeah. I can't process everything going on. So you didn't pick up my, a personalized fleshlight or anything? No souvenirs? No, that was my, that was no, there was some adult toys at CES, which I'll maybe talk about tomorrow. But next week I can I can talk maybe a little bit about CES. Yeah, I'm, we'll do yeah. We'll am talk I coming about back next week? What's I the hope plan? well, I hope you are. It's all up to you. I listen, uh, you're still the co-host of this thing. Okay. So, so yeah, I would I hope you're back. I can probably come back. That sounds great. I'll plan on next week. So I'll do a little more CES talk so I can get more in detail than I will. Yeah, on I would radio like to... tomorrow, but well, this one since we haven't seen each other or talked to talk for a while, this was we had to get to, we had to catch up. We had to find out about the baby and our holiday hijinks and you trying to uh, you know score with porn stars. There's a lot to, there was a lot we had to get to today. Yeah, but again, you will be joining me. I'm very excited. You'll be joining me tomorrow night on WTMJ. We were going to talk about uh, CES. There will be a couple of, some more a lot more I think a lot more TMJ coming up in the near future so keep uh keep an eye on the facebook page for all of that 
And uh, if you want to hire Cody to come and talk about porn or uh, anything else, so, uh, you know, Roger wants to fill in. All right, I'll keep you in mind, Roger. But listen, last time, Roger, we got we to gotta make sure your tech is up to snuff. You know, we got a standard here. Mm. <laughs> it's the only standard we have is a technical standard. Content-wise, we don't. But uh, everything else, we got to we gotta make sure we're, we're up to snuff. But uh, hopefully Roger is doing well. His, his uh, puppy had a little uh, hard go of it, but is now Ooh. doing well, thankfully. Yeah. Knock on wood, everything is good. With, uh, with uh, what's Taylor Swift, the Beagle. That's his yeah. dog's name. So yeah, I got a very nice uh, th- uh, congratulatory card from Roger uh, about the the baby coming. Very um, nice because I I was able to uh, fit the newborn into our Christmas card, as you know. Your Christmas card was lovely. Thank you. Christmas card was lovely. I was proud of that. Very nice. I had like a one week old photo shoot, and then it was like, let's go. And then Christmas came, and you know you disappointed your son with a guitar. But- Horribly. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. It was horrible. I goes, wish I wish I had a I wish I had a recording of maybe there's cars and trucks in there. Oh, huh. Let's open the box. Maybe there's cars and trucks in there. And just the look on your two faces knowing that there's no cars and trucks in there. <laughs> I didn't I yeah. My my wife said to him later, she was like, Why is Christmas the worst day of your life? because there are no cars and it's literally the day that you could get me a a box of hot wheels and it would have been perfect Mm -hmm. and yet now you think i'm you know uh i was gonna say i was gonna say jose feliciano but i've already made a keystone cop reference so i'll go uh slash because i know you'll get that i get that all right (laughs) All right. Well, listen, uh, we got to go because it's late and uh, I got to get up early. And Cody's got a newborn and a two-year-old in the house. So he never sleeps. So that is that. But don't forget, uh, keep checking the Facebook page for all of the WTMJ stuff and everything else that will be popping in. Cody is back. Maybe Craig will. Oh, no. Craig will still be in Mexico next week. So, Cody, I was going to say we'll have Craig on again. We'll have Craig on again when he gets back. We'll get it all figured out, but I'm glad you're back, Cody. Congratulations on the baby. It's uh, good to see you, and, uh, man, I I would have loved to have sat in a uh, casino with you watching porn stars walk by. That would have been smoking a cigar, drinking some bourbon, and watching the porn stars roll by. Tell me about it, man. Sounds like a beautiful country western song. (laughs) Tell me about it. All right. Well, thank you for watching. Thank you for uh, downloading. So make sure you tell your friends what do we like. We follow. That's what we do now. We like and follow. Uh, for twenty twenty three, what do we it do? It doesn't matter. It doesn't so matter. Tell your friends. It'll be out tomorrow. We can load it up. But uh, yeah, we'll talk to you again uh, next week. Do yes. You remember how to wrap things up? I do not. Oh. Bye. E e e e.